Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Tortoise. Hello and welcome to Mel's Electric Adventure. It's a tortoise podcast about life, snackage and electric cars. I am Mel Gedroich and in every episode, my co-driver and now close showbiz friend, the journalist Giles Wattell, he brings a different electric vehicle to my house, which is incredibly exciting and very spoiling. Then we head out on a drive with our boffin in the back to put the car through its paces and our boffin and meet some fellow electric vehicle drivers along the way who have all been, every single one of them, sheer delights. Uh, this is the last time in this series that we're going to drive a car you could actually buy because next time, grand finale, we're going to find out how my husband is getting on electrifying a classic car in Essex. There we go. Oh, oh, hello. Looks kind of wide. And I mean that in all senses, wide in the road and a little bit wide. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's navy. Oh, finally. Finally, a car that I can actually go and park in Waitrose. A lovely navy blue. That is quite cool, that car. The front of it looks a bit like it's snarling, though. You know how cars have faces? The front looks a little bit... Does it look snarly? Does it look snarly? Looks like it might be... an animal of, of uh, a predator. Let's find out. Morning, Sam. Morning, Mel. Morning. Oh, thank you. Thanks for bringing my cup. G-dubs. We're about to climb into a Polestar 2. Battery electric vehicle, 78 kilowatt hours, 300 kilowatts. Bum, Long bum, Sorry? Top of the range, long range dual motor version. So it's uh, pretty powerful. One on each axle, which gives you the sensation of a four wheel drive. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It also means we've got a big kind of divide which is going to come between us. Don't take that personally. Maybe that's a good thing, Jim. Yes. <laughs> Nine episodes note. in, maybe that's a good thing. Can I just say, I've noticed this. Look now, the uh, wing mirror, that's very fancy. No ruddy edge. It's flush. Picked up, I'm impressed you picked up. You are really a connoisseur at this now. You picked up straight away. So what does that give you? It's all visual, uh, appearance-wise. Yeah, cosmetics. Yeah. It just makes it more expensive. The first Navy car of the series. Call that Navy. Is it Navy? They call it uh, Midnight, this one. Midnight. So, yeah. You know what I call it? Petrol. Pe petrol blue. Oh. No, it's not a petrol car. I thought, you, I thought you were saying we're going to drive a petrol car and I was going to almost slap you around the face, Giles. Yes, but <laughs> that would have been abuse. <laughs> petrol blue. I don't think I like the name of that. No, I think we'll go with that. Not on this podcast. No. Well. It looks like it's a little bit, it's got a little sort of dorsal fin on the top. 
I was saying it looks like a predator, this car. Looks kind of like quite mean and... Yeah. Uh, do you think? It looks like it's been to the gym. It's buff. It's buff. So Polestar are part of the Volvo group, pretty much. Nice. Um, they're a Swedish brand built in China, though. The okay, cars, I was going to say, is it, brand. I was going to um, say, is it built in Poland? But not, sadly. No, sadly not. Okay. Um, but as you can imagine, being Scandinavian, it's built really nicely, properly. Everything they've done, everything they have no stone unturned. I do love. I, there's something about a Scandi car that just I trust. It speaks to me. Do you like a Scandi car, G Dubs? Yes. yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But. We can talk about that, yeah. the extent to which this really is Scandi. Mm, okay, dates. I'm going to be a bit of a pedant. Oh, yeah. Oh. I like the dungos. We should have team dungos. I really like the feel of this car. What do you like about it? I quite like, no offence, but I like the fact there is division between yeah, us. I thought you might be concerned. No, the, I quite like this kind of central console. I like this little sort of space-age gear stick thing with the cross in the middle. Now, let us begin. I'm going to, for our ninth episode, I'm going to do this totally on my own. I don't want any hints as to how to start this car. So I've got my right foot on the brake pedal, and I'm going to manoeuvre the gear stick... Oh, pull the gear, pull the gear lever all the way to stop. Oh, guys, I think I've done it. I think I've done it, gang. Have I done it? Yeah, oh my days, we've done it. Yes. Woohoo! First time ever. Sam, our boffin in the back. How you doing? I'm good. Nice to be here. Now this Polestar is. Can I just say something? And I don't want to sound like a total prat. I think the wheels are a bit bumpy. <laughs> it is quite a firm ride, yes. It's a firm ride, um, Sam. But It's firmer than some I've ridden. Yeah, I, I'm sure. But I think it's quite... Um, is that a problem? No, it's also... I guess it's, more, it's more of a... It's, it's got quite a lot of power, this car, as well. So it's, it's kind of combining that sportier feel with... Um, I'm going to find you some options. I'm feeling the road a lot more. Oh my god, there's something called creep. What? Yeah. That's just in traffic, Giles. You can okay, keep we're, rolling or creep stay. is off. One pedal drive is on standard. That means when you uh, take your right foot off, it'll slow down automatically, as we know. We're all very used to that. We've got a sport mode. Drive steering feel. Is, is there a... Um, uh, a way to soften the ride for Mel? There's not, no. It's um... So you just got to either like it or lump it on, yeah. the, on the wobbly wheel. So they don't try to hide the fact that they uh, make these things in China. And I was looking on my smartphone, which can tell you anything. Yeah. And they have a fancy factory in Chengdu, which they say is in Western China, but it isn't actually, it's in the middle of China. Yeah. They big up the fact that... They big that, up the fact that they're the, made in China. The, and and they're, they're mates with their Chinese manufacturing partners, and it's not a sort of uh, exploitative relationship. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they're trying to sort of humanise the workforce. Yeah. Look at these jolly people working for us. And they're, and they're also, all very friendly. They're great. also, because this is for Enid, right? Oh, Enid, man. And, and I, I'm just passing oh, this on, yeah. not uncritically, not uncritically. They're very um, keen to make 
you aware that they're aware that these things have a, an environmental footprint. Ah. So they're big on, on recycling all this stuff. But, and again, this is from my smartphone research, they say that cars are still recycled. I was telling Sam about this. He nodded sagely. But like in gangster movies, where they just crush the whole thing into a, a block. A tiny like, block, yes. A foot yes. and a half, but with all the dead bodies in the block, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the metal scrunched together. Yes. And what that means is that normally you can't... Re- the, the metal all gets mixed up with each other yeah, and yeah, so yeah. high-grade aluminium becomes low-grade aluminium. Yeah. You can't use it again. Anyway, so they label their aluminium, take all the panels off and reuse them. That's what they say. I pass that's, that on for what it's worth. That's really good. That's really good, isn't it? I'm enjoying, I'm sort of stroking to the right of me um, on this kind of door opening panel. There's a little bit of fabric. There's a, just a slight fabric feel, which I do like. That's a speaker, Mark. Oh, is it? It is. Is it? That whole thing? It is. Ooh. Did you like Mamma Mia the film? Bit of a bit of a face pull there. I preferred the musical on stage, actually. Were you in it? A friend of mine was in it, and I thought the idea of it just sounded so flipping naff. I waited till his final week. He was in it for two years. <laughs> I then? waited for his final week to go and see it. Totally, I was crying at the end. I was laughing, crying. We were all so emotional. We were all up on our feet, dancing to Waterloo. And then I went to see it four more times. It's a brilliant stage musical, Mamma Mia. The film, yeah, not so much. Kinda, on a sort of cold, rainy night, I've got nothing better to do. I'm intrigued. Did you like the film? I did. Yeah. Did you? It even made me go to Greece for the first time. You're kidding. No. And did you go, did you do a Mamma Mia tour? Is no, there a Mamma I, Mia tour? I'm sure you can go to that island. Kefalonia, I think it was, wasn't it? Oh, right. Kefalonia, that's the one that, uh, that also features... Mandolin. Yeah, man with the, what's it called? Captain Corelli. Captain Corelli's. I think that's right, isn't it? Yes, yes, I think so. No, we didn't go there. went to um, somewhere much less recherche. Oh. Um... But it was Greece. Yeah. Sky was blue, sea was oh. blue, it was lovely. So have you got a problem with Pierce Brosnan? Not per se. Stellan Skarsgård? No. Firth, I'm totally obsessed with. Uh-huh. Similarly straight. I don't know why, it. I just found it a bit... I think they pulled it off. Do you? Yeah. I found it a little bit saccharine. I wanted well, to... I, all right, yeah, of course it was saccharine, but then presumably the stage show was too. I know, I know. I don't know why. The stage show is more real in its saccharineness. Oh, I see. I you just had a mate in it. And I had a mate in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a mate in it. But you think Abba would have approved of the pole star? Oh, I can see, I can see all four of them. And there is plenty of room for yeah. the entirety of Abba to be in here. It's really nice and roomy, isn't it? It is. It's nice. very nice to drive, yeah. apart from the bumpiness under the wheels. It's interesting that you should say roomy, despite the sort of great wall of Sweden between us. <laughs> oh, and I think there's something we're going to come to blows at over, but... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I shall I leave quite, it at that. I like the orange, the orangeness on the console. There's a sort of large iPad screen between us. I like the blobs of orange. 
Yeah, it's kind of an EasyJet colour scheme there. Yeah, it yeah. is quite EasyJet. And there's orange on the dashboard as well. So this model is the uh, long-range dual motor. Polestar also have a uh, single motor standard range and a single motor long range. This one's the dual motor long range. This has got, um, it's the most powerful, uh, you've got a range of 260 miles, uh, 0 to 60 in four and a half seconds, which is pretty pokey. That's the fastest, isn't it? No, 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 not quite, but still very quick, quicker than, certainly quicker than by far than the average car, uh, but no, not compared to the Audi, um, Tesla. BMW. So. What was the Audi again? What was its 0 to 60? Good question. I think that's probably around 3.2. <gasps> that's sort of blur to me, episode one. Yeah. Come a long way since I'm going. I tell yeah. you what, I can feel the power underneath my right foot. Yes. It just feels like a solid power. It's not a kind of. Take that Tesla up ahead, Mel. Go on. We've got a top speed of 127 oh, in the four-star, uh, in the long-range version, on the dual motor, and a battery size of 82 kilowatt hours, which is pretty, pretty decent size. Oh. Hence, we'll see when we charge. It should charge pretty quickly this car. We've got musket. Oh, oh my days! They did that on purpose. So I was just about to overtake that Tesla, and it just ruddy indicated and crept in in front of me. That is not on. Oh yeah. no, but EV, no, we've all got to be very yeah. lovely, lovey-dovey, yeah. EV, lovey-dovey. Just chill. Yeah. Chill, totally chill. And keep your we chevrons. We don't mind. We actually really like the fact that other people are faster. I think you might take him in a drag race. No, no, that's a little wide. It is. So, yeah, okay, so that would be competitive. Now, what's the betting that our musky friend is going to go to Beaconsfield as well? That would be funny if we pulled up. Side by side. That is. Oh, that... That's a weak bit of driving. Well, he might have left it to the autopilot, which is... Did you see? He was blowing... Yeah. Look at him, he's veering. He is. That's not good, guys. He might be reading the paper. I'm he assuming it's he. Of... I shouldn't assume it's he. It could be... Now we've got to find out. Right. OK, here's a chance. Here's a chance. Let's be amazingly cool. I'm not even going to look at him. I am. I'm not going to look at them. They are swerving. They're bloody swerving. Whoa. Oh. Two, two people, man driving, animated chat. So, cost of buying one of these, Mel, oh. comes in at, what do we think? Hang on, hang on. Based on your vast knowledge now. I'm going to say it's got to be 50, at least. It might even be 60. No, it's a very good, so starting price is 52 for this model. Yeah. But with some, this one's got a couple of additional packs on it, which I'll go and talk about in a bit. Um, this one would be probably near a 60, as you said. So you're pretty much right on both terms. Um, thank um, you. <laughs> so this one has the Pilot and Plus Pack. Um, the Plus Pack is quite uh, fairly small, so that includes the heated steering wheel, the glass roof, panoramic roof, which you'll see we've got very nice. Um, oh yes, I haven't spotted that. I'm not going to look up because I'm, I don't yeah, want to. No, I don't want to weave around like that Tesla driver. And a couple of other kind of comfort features, whereas the Pilot Pack has a lot of additional extras which you wouldn't get otherwise. So it's mostly safety stuff. So you've got blind spot sensors on the camera uh, if you have a car next to you. That, I like those actually. They're we very had those. Good. We had those before, didn't we? Sorry, I'm doing a bit of a no, weave now. Sorry. You are. You've got traffic alert systems, so uh, the car will predict if there's oncoming cars, cyclists, pedestrians, and Ooh. warn you. Good. Um, you've got adaptive cruise control, which you would expect in most modern cars these days, to be honest. Right. That's what included in this. 
you've got something called pilot assist which uh, in, uh, kind of assists uh, the adaptive cruise control so it helps keep you centered in the lane our friend obviously in the tesla probably wasn't using that no they were all over the shop sure. uh, you've got 360 degree cameras so uh, to help with all your parking needs uh, so no excuses top has it got the top camera it that does, does the top well, shot exactly. lovely i love that <laughs> we've got automatically dimming side mirrors which is quite helpful as well what does that uh, mean yeah. so every time you put it into reverse the mirrors will automatically tip downwards for you oh, oh. So dipping, better, not dimming yeah, oh you dipping, said dimming yeah, yeah. Uh, to give you better visibility i did say dimming i did say dimming you could try getting up really close to this transit <laughs> and then floor it and just pull out like that oh. i'm such a worse i'm sorry guys Am I a boring driver, be honest? No, you know, I woke up in a bit of a lather this morning thinking I've been a bit of a dick with all the on-ramp stuff. No. But, but having said all that, in this car, I'm not going to waste the opportunity. Actually, maybe I should if it's greasy. I think it's greasy. Yeah, we should be careful. Listeners, careful. we're going to be careful. Um, no, in answer to your worry, G-dubs, you have in no way been a dick on the ramp. So you haven't been waking up in a lather from yeah. a, ni a nightmare of, of, be of being driven too fast in a No, UV. no, no. My leg twitch, I get a leg twitch if I think I've done something really, you know, oh, cringe. I, one, one of my legs will just sort of thrash and twitch. My leg twitch has been that I've just been a really boring driver. Oh, it's the windscreen wipers. I was trying to work out what was going... Oh, look what we've got. We've got an Ionic 5 Hang on. parked up. We've got a Taycan. Just going into reverse using the... Um, using the gear stick, which you have to be You've in... You've got your 360-degree camera there, Mel. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you can just do it looking at that. But then there's a massive great lorry behind me. I don't want to bump into that. We've got some some discourse between EV drivers waiting to charge. Look at that, guys. Perfect. Can I just say, I've never parked so well as that, and that is down to the fact that the iPad-esque screen has showed me from a top shot exactly what the car's doing. We have just made it inside the lines, yes. Oh, really? No. <laughs> Cynthia and Howard, brilliant. Was it not working? Oh, what's happening? Do you want my card? Maybe it's the machine rather than. Is that working, Sam? Oh. What a result! What a result! So, Howard, tell us how long you've had your car and tell us what your car is. I've had it since November. 2021. It's an Ionity 5, mid-range, and uh, it's a 300-mile car, which is what I was looking for. Looking for, to do a trip like this, you need a, a big mileage. So I was looking for the 300-mile car. Is that real-world 300? No, that's what they claim. It's in summer. It's been 326. That's good. In winter, it's about 240. Yeah. So it varies on temperature and batteries. And Cynthia, you drive it as well, don't you? I do. And do you like it? I do, actually, now. 
<laughs> you say now, what was it like at the start? Um, I'm not used to uh, an automatic car. And so I'd like my gears to be, so that I can feel in control. But this is super once you get going. And for long journeys, lovely. Yeah. And do you make long journeys a lot, Howard? Not a lot. A few times a year. Yeah. I mean, I'm retired. Yes. So, but, uh, I mean, the great thing is, you set it at, whatever, I found 70 is a bit heavy on the juice. Right. We said about 65. You can't say juice. And... Uh, <laughs> I like juice for Yeah, I like juice. <laughs> Electrical uh, juice. Set it at 65. <laughs> and if there's a slower car in front of it, it just follows. And they pull out, back up to 65 again. And uh, it's great. Set it on the motorway and forget it. Oh dear, that's dangerous, Howard. Well, not it? quite. <laughs> I do worry. It about... has this automatic lane change thing as well, which I, I was quite bothered about at first. Then I tried it. You just give the flasher a quick flash. It makes sure the car behind's okay, further enough back. It just pulls itself gradually out into the lane. Do you have off-street parking? I park on my driveway. Yes. You park on your driveway. And I got a charger on the house. So I just plug in on the driveway. So you've had the charger bit attached? Yes. OK, and that works fine? Brilliantly. I charge it up overnight. Yeah. Seven hours? I usually set it to start at midnight. What do you pay per kilowatt overnight? At home? Yes. I think it's about 28, is it, or 32 now? OK. P? P per kilowatt yeah. hour. Per kilowatt hour. Per hour? Per, per kilowatt hour. Yeah. This is 90, 75 or 95. But with Oxford's Energy, the best, best one's 12 and a half at the moment, so it's quite a lot less than what that Per hour? Called. Per hour of electricity? Yeah. No. Per kilowatt hour. Per kilowatt hour. Oh, kilowatt hour. Kilowatt hour. That's not a time hour, is it? No, in no, our, no, no. In no. our Earth time. No. no. OK, <laughs> That's sorry. That's an hour pulling one kilowatt of power. <laughs> OK, sorry, I suddenly thought it was 12p an hour and I was going to say, gang, I'm in. Totally <laughs> no, in. No, usually, I'm usually charged by... I usually set it to 9 o'clock or 9.15 or something. It's usually charged by 7.30. And is there something quite nice? about going to bed and knowing that your little car is, well, not little, your... Not, not very little. <laughs> large car yes. is, is charging while you sleep. Is that, yeah. quite, is that yeah. quite a nice sort of feeling? Yeah, just, you know, wake up in the morning, look out, to see how this is flashing. Yeah. And it, it might be flashing up here, oh. which shows it's full. Oh, I love that. Does she have a name? No. No. No, no he doesn't get sentimental about cars. I bet your car has a name, Cynthia. No, it doesn't. Have no, guys, come <laughs> on. You've got to name her. What would she be called? Um, don't know. Don't know. Deborah. No. Janine. Janine. No, no. I think no. Barbara. I think it's Deborah from now on. Deborah. I, I, I'm no. getting Deborah vibes. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for 
details. Right. So it's just <gasps> as common a garden. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cashews. Cashews. Is it like Marmite for you? Is this love or hate? I mean, I love. shall I open? Open. Okay. Defo. Okay. While you're rustling, I'm going to rustle as well. We got more ca- oh. raw rosemary cracker snacks. You're not. Can you make a cracker snack? Very uncompromising choice. <laughs> Sam's face. That was brilliant. The look of sheer hostility. Sorry, Sam. I, I took the first hand. And disappointment. Oh, lovely. Thanks, G. That's great. I love a cashew. Mm mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, Moorish, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Right. These are rosemary, raw rosemary cracker snacks. Very, very healthy, but probably slightly grim. Oh, those are nice nuts. Mm-mm. Oh, we've got some, uh, chives! Uh, chives! Yes, please. Chive and extra virgin olive oil crackers. Hey, Sam. guys, we didn't charge. Are we going to run out of charge on the motorway? Uh, sure? Yeah. Sam, you've gone poncy, mate. You've gone well poncy. Lovely. Mm. Oh, look, there's a lorry in the overtaking lane. That's insanity. So, Giles, episode nine on Ninth EV. What's your favourite to drive and why? Well... What are you thinking? Can I have another chive cracker, please? Don't remotely put those away, Sam. I don't know what you were doing there, trying to hide them from me. Go I'm, on, Jazz. I'm going with that Hyundai Ionic 5, and I'll tell you why. <gasps> because really? it, it feels so light. It feels completely different from normal driving. This feels solid. It can go fast. But it looks like a car. It feels like a car. Um, I don't feel that I'm driving into a new and different future. Whereas in a Hyundai Ionic 5, I do. Are you ready for a snore? No, just listen. Stop saying that. Your stuff, yours, your no, chat no. is good. It's good quality 22 carat chat. No, but just wait for this. You're okay. going to have to wind your seat back. Okay. Pol- <laughs> <laughs> I know that if you fall asleep, Sam will back me up. The word is policy. The reason that it's coming is partly because forgive me, Tesla made it fashionable. But the other reason is this government and the EU and California and other states in the US and eventually the federal government all said we are outlawing internal combustion engines as of 2030, 2030 in new cars. That and, and It and, is coming, it's here. But it's what, here. What's interesting is that we, we have been brought up to think that the market rules everything and it, it was... Elon Musk and Tesla creating something that people actually wanted that sort of kick-started it all. Yeah. But what is amazing to me is that people pass laws and everyone falls into line. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, um, on yeah. one of my previous sermons, 100 billion spent by VW on retooling. They, was... wouldn't, they would never have done that if there wasn't this, this signal sent by Brussels, you've got to do that. Well, I think. And how long did it take for that policy to become real? I mean, in terms of, you know... That's the amazing thing. Instant is the answer to your question. How long? Because uh, you you could 
all they had to do was say we we intend to pass this law, change these rules, and immediately um, all the big manufacturers have their because they have long planning horizons or whatever it is. They have to th say right, we need to we need to change right now. Polestar is they never made any petrol cars, did they? They're purely oh, exactly. EV. Yes. EV confection. Yeah. Can I say something a little bit heretical? Go on. I think, given what you've just noted, it's a bit of an unimaginative shape. Um, you know, they haven't taken the opportunity of not having to have a petrol engine in the front, not having to have a drive shaft down the middle, um, and and kind of reimagined the whole car thing. Mm. They've, 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 they've kept thought, it tried. We reckon there are people out there who want it to look exactly like a car. And it's certainly a viable argument because a lot of the people, I, customers I speak to say, I'm not so keen electric cars because they look like they're trying to be electric cars. Well, Cynthia, exactly. classic example, yeah. who we met at the Chargingtons. Exactly, so it's certainly, a, it's certainly a market there. But how far would you go though, Giles? Do you want to be in a sort of, you know, Star Trek? Yeah, have you seen Sleeper? Woody Allen? Oh, <laughs> no, I haven't. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was so, about to lie and say yes, I have. So have there are sleeper. two memorable machines in that. One is, of course, the Orgasmatron. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Um, but the other is the sort of bubble car, with a sort of perfect hemisphere of perspex, like a goldfish bowl. And it looks like it looks like uh, one of those Haribo fried eggs, but blown up a bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally, totally got you. Where where the yolk is the glass bit on the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you want to be in one of those? Absolutely, and I'd like a I'd like a white leather um, seat all the way around, and a single steering wheel in the middle, so you could sit. Uh, anyone could drive it. We'd all be facing each other in a circle, and we could be playing Monopoly. So, Giles, you I, okay? I'm I'm digging what you're saying. I love the idea of the sort of Barbarella-esque white leather, and you know, Good. we can all sit in a circle and look at each other. But isn't it a bit clinical? No, on the contrary, it's it? it's it's um it is the final escape from the miserable reality of of traffic jams where you've just got look tens of millions of humans sat facing forward in armchairs in one and a half tons of metal just sitting waiting for the next thing yellow, to happen in their lives. Waiting lives. for the next yellow car to go by. Yeah. We're approaching the church, so the time has come, whether you're ready or not, for me to ask you for your one-word review of this Polestar 2. Bumpy. Is that harsh? It is quite bumpy, though, guys. You feel the road. I know you guys like that, you know, because it gives you a sort of sporty cachet, but for me, it's just a bit bumpy. But, but I've had a lovely time in it, though, so I don't want to diss it completely, but... Okay, I'll call it... Right, I'll soften that. I'll say it's Mrs. Bumpy. <laughs> Mrs. Bumpy. Mrs. Bumpy. Mrs. Brenda Bumpy. What about you, Giles? I'm racking my brains, because I thought it was something clever and I've forgotten it. Um, um, Scandy Grey. Scandy Grey. As opposed to noir, right? Ah, okay. I don't think it. I don't think it has quite the style of a Scandi noir. Is it Fifty Shades of Grey? 
well no I don't think there's room for that there would be in the uh, for a bit of you know BDSM is that what they call it in a, in a Hyundai Ionic 5 that's why you like the Hyundai Ionic 5 is it I think there's there's scope yeah <laughs> for shenanigans Scandi grey so it's like a sort of less good Scandi noir is that what you're saying uh, a slightly equivocal Scandi noir mm. um, still seeking its identity but I have to say uh, I know from to the extent that I'm a uh, EV geek that it's very popular I do like the speakers I like the touch of the speakers so if we were trip advisoring this there'd be a lot of reviews and they'd mainly be four and a half five stars oh wow yeah I mean I think that's I think I've become very spoilt that's the problem I can't believe I called it Brenda Bumpy so that brings us to the end of episode nine with the season finale to come when we're going to go back to the future I'm very excited. I love that. It's going to be a forward-looking journey into the past. (laughs) It's going to be travelling forwards, but with the eyes in the back of our heads. Imagine that, like sort of weird aliens. We're going to be driving east, looking west in the rear view. Yeah, and I'm going to introduce you to the one, the only, Lady Pats. Can't wait. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Mel. Thank you for joining me on my electric adventure. New episodes are released every Thursday throughout the series. If you join Tortoise as a member or subscribe to Tortoise Plus on Apple Podcasts, you get them a day early and can listen without the adverts. Thanks to Octopus Electric Vehicles for providing the cars, the expertise and the boffin in the back. Mel's Electric Adventure is a Tortoise production and the producer is Lewis Vickers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.